0: Welcome, this is Pastor Barry Sullivan, Freedom Christian Center in Gastonia, North Carolina, with Pastor Kermit Hardpole, Pastor of Destiny Church in Avery County, Life Coach, and a great personal friend. Kermit's good to be with you today. I'm still expecting to see the Kingdom of God manifest more and more as as I am obedient to the Word and as I'm obedient to the Holy Spirit to Christ in me so um I'm encouraged, man. I am. I. I hope you're encouraged.
1: No, I am. I am. I, I'll tell you. I just get more excited. I mean, I honestly do. I get more excited every day. I just feel like we're. Well, it's just like I preach Sunday morning, and, and I, pre- I preach this at a campground too. You know, I said, and I read just some statistics. You know, I'm, I talked to you about them last week about, the, you know, there there are, there are more people alive on the earth today than have ever lived. Over
0: seven billion. Yeah
1: in all of history. Seven million four hundred and thirty thousand, four hundred or four hundred and thirty million, four hundred and forty four thousand and it's increasing, it's increasing two hundred thousand people a day. Isn't
0: that crazy?
1: Yeah. And and if you take the the the, the statistics in this parable the sword of the sea, it really it was like eight point five percent really grabbed a hold of this and figured this out. Mm-hmm. They got the message. There are more people believers in Jesus Christ alive on earth today than there are in heaven. Mm. And I think about that more people alive on earth today than there are in heaven that believe in Jesus Christ. And and uh you know to, and we've got a harvest field. I mean more people alive on earth today than have ever lived in history all put together. I know
0: that's incredible. Uh,
1: when John said I saw I saw so many people around the throne that they couldn't even be numbered. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, think about that. Think about that, Barry. What a harvest field we got in front of us.
0: It's incredible. And,
1: and yeah, and all we what we got to do we we got to figure out a way to uh, begin to focus ourselves and our people on, on those things. You know, how, how do we focus them to, to let them know this is just an everyday thing? This is this is the life of a believer. Our responsibility just tell people God loves them. Mm-hmm. He just that's all we got to tell them. You know, right. that's what people are waiting to hear. Jesus loves you, man. You know, you, you don't have to go through some religious deal. Just Jesus loves you, you know. And and uh, gosh, the things that we can do and the things that we can accomplish. And, and you know, 75 people, man, you know, I'm always, I'm, my, my thought totally completely is, if a church gets 50 people, you need, uh, you need somebody to help you full-time or at least a big part-time within that church to be able to pastor fifty people. I know. One man can't pastor fifty people. No. Jesus didn't <clears throat> pastor but twelve.
0: Twelve, I
1: know. You know? He, he pastored twelve. And that was all he chose to pastor. You know? Now he he preached to a lot, just like you said. We can go, you know, if if you and I I mean I, I I thought about this. If you and I could go out and every night and get to preach somewhere, seven nights a week, seven days a week, maybe even do mornings and nights, Yeah. We, we would just get more energized. Because we'd be walking in that anointing all the time, we'd just be in that anointing and be and would be be excited. We'd be get to do what we enjoy doing—teaching and preaching and seeing people's change—and you know, uh, how how good would that be, you know? And uh, yeah, I feel like we're just we're in a great place. And before, <laughs> people say, "Well, there's a black cloud, such a black cloud over America, such a black cloud over the church." Let me tell you. Out, out of a black cloud comes the abundance of rain. Right. Out of the black cloud comes light, and it does what it freshens everything, freshens the atmosphere, brings a a whole new smell to Earth, you know. And it's a good, clean smell. It you is know? a good clean smell. Yeah. You know,
0: I, I, I'm, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I, <laughs> I've been asking God, and you and I in the past have talked about certain scriptures that have meant a lot to us. You know, uh, for example, I remember you telling me for the longest time, Colossians 127 was one of your life scriptures. You know, um, Christ in me is the hope of glory, basically Colossians 127. And, you know, I told you that when I started, my wife and I pioneered Freedom Christian Center uh, way back in 92, that the scripture verses that we founded the ministry on was Ephesians 411, you know, that when Christ Mm ascended— Uh, before he ascended, he gave gifts to the church. Pastor, pos- yep. the apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That was sort of the the founding, and it still is a founding scripture. Yeah, to a uh, part of mine. Yeah. But with what you're talking about now, uh, I've been looking in the Book of Ephesians, uh, you know, and studying and reading and just asking God to. You know, prick me with certain scriptures, and so I wanted to. Since you were talking about, um, you know, people see a, a black cloud over the church, which I don't think there is. I, I no, think that right. I mean, I do believe that God is move moving mightily in His people. That uh, the angels are working mightily for the kingdom. So here is the scripture out of Ephesians chapter five and it starts at verse 13, it's talking about that the children of light will rise up. It says, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. All things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, the light of Jesus Christ. For whosoever doth make manifest, that is for those of us who will manifest, like you're talking about, just go tell people Jesus loves them. Go tell them Prayer makes a difference, you know. Go go and pray with people out in public. It says the light is manifest when that happens. Verse 14, wherefore he saith, Awake, awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So I'm looking at this, knowing who this letter was written to in our in, in the Bible, the church of Ephesus, and, and Paul is saying, Awake. Look, there's people in the church, and I'm not I'm not talking about the world. I'm just talking about in our fellowship yeah. and people that we know personally who are believers. The word I believe for today, right now, this minute, is awake. Well, wake up. Yeah. Arise from the dead. Christ is going it doesn't say Christ might it says Christ is gonna give you light. Verse 15 says, See then that you walk circumspectly not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because it says the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. I get tickled to death when people say, well, what is the will? How can we, you know, Lord, if it be your will. No, the whole Bible is the will of God. Mm -hmm. And so then When he says what the will of the Lord is, he goes and tells you in verse 18 what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine, where is excess. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. I see that as praying in tongues, singing in tongues, giving giving prophetic words in tongues and then in English, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, making melody. Kermit making melody, Make, melody is being happy. You know, it
1: ain't a, it, 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 it ain't it ain't harmony. It isn't discord. No, See, harmony is really. I mean, when you take it, if you if you just sang harmony, you wouldn't have the the tune. Mm. So 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 harmony by itself is actually a discord. Mm. You know, and, and so if you're not in harmony, you're in discord. Mm. And and and, and uh, so yeah, making well, so, melody in well, your heart.
0: So since you said that, <clears throat> here here here's a question that I'd ask even the listeners who would listen to this podcast. What is unity in the Word of God? What when when you say, let's get united, I hear people all the time in church as a local pastor, we just need to get everybody united. Well, what do you get every here here's my question, and and I'm gonna give the answer and you you can piggyback on it if you want. All right, let's get everybody united. Well, what, what, what do we get everybody united behind? There's not but one thing you can get everybody united behind. And that is, here's, the, here's the, the $75 million answer to the question. I believe there's no other answer than this one. So if you have another answer, you better change it <laughs> here, here Here is the answer to the $75 million question. What is unity? It is the love of Jesus Christ. That's, that's that is the it is the love. Love one another that they may know they may know who I am. Love one another. It is all about loving Jesus Christ as as God. He is God. Jesus Christ is God, period. And to love him is to love others and, and he himself said it love the lord your god with all your heart soul strength and might and the second is love your neighbor as yourself so unity if we're going to unite if the church is going to unite it's going to be around the the, T-H-E, the love of jesus christ and then all these other things all these other things will be added unto us the baptism of the holy spirit will be added unto us be be ye filled with the Spirit will be added unto us, speaking to ourselves. It says, speaking to yourselves. Well, Kermit, I speak to myself in Psalms a lot. I when I when I am discouraged, when I am disappointed, I go to the Psalms to get picked up. You know, because I look at them. I pray in tongues to get picked up. You know, speak to yourself in spiritual songs, at uh, singing, making melody. I, when I'm praying in tongues, at praying out loud, and and praying in my heart and my mind. A lot of times I do do that in tongues. People say, can you do it in tongues? Yes, I can. You know, I can pray in tongues in my head. Um, So these are the things that pick me up. And then it goes on and says, verse 20, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Now, verse 21, I think, is the problem with a lot of believers, because believers And I'm talking about the apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, the saints who are equipped for the work of ministry. That includes everybody. There is a lack of submission to one another in the fear of God. There is a lack, just like... If you call me and you call me and you call me and you call me and I never respond, that's a lack of submission. That's a lack of faithfulness to the relationship. That's a lack of commitment. That's a lack of love to the relationship. So uh, when you share things with me, if I just go, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, that, mm mm-hmm, mm hmm, well, oh, I like that, mm hmm. And then I never put action. To what you're sharing with me. Well, have I really submitted? No, I've not submitted. I've not put action, Christian action, Christian thoughts, the word, to practice in my life. And this is where I'm finding as a pastor in a local church, this is what I'm fi- where I'm finding many believers are lacking is in practical application. Of the words that they receive, of the messages that they receive, whether it be TV preachers, radio preachers, whether it be preachers in the pulpit, apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists—I don't care who it that's bringing the word. But there is a tremendous lack of application to it, and it comes down to that verse in 21 Ephesians 5:21 submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Submission is, you share something with me. Barry, I have, you know, let me share what I just see with you. And and you've done this with me, and you've shared it, and I'm going, you know, wow, Kermit, i You know, I I can't say I've seen, I've never had this opportunity to respond to something like, no one's ever been this honest with me, been this open with me, and I don't know how to handle this. You know, this is going to take me some time to work through this. At least I've been open and honest and have been working through it, and our relationship is far more better and greater in Christ, I'm going to say in Christ Jesus, than it ever has been. In Christ Jesus. So I know there's things in the flesh that get on uh, your nerves, Becky's nerves. There's things in my flesh that get on my nerves. <laughs> but that's where we're to to look at the Christ in you and love yep. the Christ in you and not be disconcerted, not get so fab fabbergasted. Fabbergasted? I'm going to have to edit that word out. <laughs> flabbergasted. There it is. Flabbergasted with each other, that we just give up on each other. And I see believers yeah. giving up on each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you, you started out with exactly what you said a minute ago. very first thing you started out with was about love. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, that's the whole key to this thing. You know, is, and, and, and you know, you use the scripture that most people use, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbors yourself. And you and I have talked about that when God started talking to me about love, he, he, he asked me that question, what's the most important scripture? And I said, because while I went to him, I said, God, I want the law out of me. I want to walk in grace.
0: This is Pastor Barry Sullivan with Kermit Hardpole with Encouraging Faith. See you next week.